What is happening, OTC listeners? Welcome to another episode of the OTC Outside the Comics Podcast! Oh man, it is another lovely, beautiful day, spring, May 8th, 2018. I'm actually excited, I am excited. You want to know why I'm excited? Because graduation for me is near. Yes, I am graduating in a few weeks on the 31st, which means next week, next Wednesday, is my last day of classes. What's very interesting about that is I'm not studying for shit. I actually have five papers that I need to do, five final papers that I have to do, and I'm most likely sure that I will get them done by next week. This weekend will be pretty much the main goal for me to get at least two or three of them done. But anyway, graduation, near, woo, excited, excited to know what my next future is going to be, because I'm also excited, but very, very nervous, because it's at a point where I'm like, okay, now that I'm done with the studying and going to classes and, you know, all this other stuff, what's next, like, what is, what is next for me to do, so, think about trying my hand again and stand-up comedy in the city, you know, just get my voice across, um, you know, be comfortable in terms of entertaining people, because I feel like, you know, with, with, with everything that we watch in television and, and cinema and, you know, uh, anything, any form of media, you have to be extremely comfortable with talking in front of a crowd, being in front of a camera and talking in front of a crowd, and I feel like if I can break through that barrier and I can speak more clearly and I can deliver punchlines or if I can make my point across and actually make people laugh and make people have a good time, maybe that's my calling. Um, or on the other side, I can do what I said before to for me to uh, go into the city and look for more voiceover work. I think that will be very, very interesting. Um... I would really love to do that. I would love to uh, portray different characters. I would love to, you know, maybe be involved in video games and maybe be involved in uh, TV shows or the next best show with f- four, five, six, seven, eight seasons. All right, I know I'm getting a little ahead of myself, but still, you know, it's it, it's good to have dreams. I'm still going to be working, still going to be doing my thing. Um, sky's the limit, world is oyster, all that other cliches yada 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 but anyway these are these are definitely exciting times i felt bad because the last episode of this podcast i was sick i was sick not as a dog but i was all the cold was going on and i was losing my train of thought i was stumbling and oh i just felt so bad and i thought to myself damn maybe i should like delete the episode and just uh remake the other one then I thought to myself, you know what? Still learning, still growing. People are going to listen no matter what. Um, as far as I'm concerned, uh, you know, we're all human. We all make mistakes and just got to move forward. Just got to be better. You know, that's that's what it comes down to. Just got to be better. Last episode of the podcast, I said that I would, you know, answer any fan questions. Fan questions. Quoting Big Brown Breakdown. Fan questions. Fan questions. And 
you know, a lot of people didn't tweet me. You know, it's fine. A lot of people don't know who I am, but it's all good. But there were a lot of people, especially with who I worked with over the weekend, that they started asking me questions. They wanted to get my thoughts on certain things. And, you know, they don't want to be named. Um, for those of you who wants to send fan questions, wants me, want me to give a big shout out, you know, just let me know and I can give a big shout out to you guys. Speaking of shout out, um, there's a new energy drink. I don't know if it's new, but, uh, there, there's an energy drink that I started drinking that it's actually pretty good. It's called Tiger Light, T-I-G-E-R-L-Y-T-E, Tiger Light, and it's very similar to like Monster Energy. Uh, by the way, this is not sponsored. This is not, this is <laughs> this is not a sponsor. I am not getting paid for this. This is just you know something that I'm just trying new. Uh, not a sponsor. Uh, this thing, new thing called Tiger Light, and you know it's it's actually pretty good. Um, I'm thinking about ordering um like a new case sometime next week. Uh, after I finish school, you know, so my main income can just keep rolling in into my new place. And I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking, you know what, this actually, uh, tastes pretty good. Um, you know, no sodium, only 20 grams of sugar, which is probably all I really need for the day. I'm a, I am such a sugar addict. Holy crap. I am such a sugar, a sugar addict. I, I really need to stop. Um... Then I read the label and it said, you can't drink more than one of these, um, within six hours. You know, you only take one every six hours. And I'm like, ooh, all right, well, that's fine. Just makes me savor the taste a little bit. But Tiger Light, uh, new energy drink. I don't know if it's new. Um, I like it, so I'm definitely going to try it. And if you guys want to try it, you can maybe... You know, pick a can yourself. Um, obviously, read the label before you start drinking. Obviously, uh, this doesn't go for anyone who's pregnant, anyone with heart conditions, anyone that uh, anything along those lines. Get yourself some Tiger Light. Again, not a sponsor. <laughs> anyway, let's back. Let's get back to business, shall we? Fan questions. Uh, Few of my friends have, uh, I have three fan questions, and these are very interesting ones. They don't want me to give any shoutouts, but let me start with the first one. This is more of a, this first one is a two-parter. Uh, it reads, what are your theories on Avengers 4 in terms of who will come back, who will stay dead, where is everyone who disappeared at the ending of the film? Uh, very, very good question. So, obviously, again, slight spoiler for Avengers, uh, Avengers 3, if you have not seen Infinity War, what the hell are you doing? Just, just stop right now, tell your boss that you're gonna take a break, a three-hour break, and then go to the, your nearest movie theater and go watch it. Go watch it twice, go watch it three times. I'm actually trying to see if I can see it a third time, probably this week. Um, but yeah, so, obviously... There were a lot of people that were devastated on the deaths that occurred in the movie. And a lot of people wanted to, you know, there were a lot of backlash. It was like, oh, how could they do that? They could do, how could they do that to my, to my heroes? Like, why would the Russo brothers do that? And like I said, you know, part of the MCU 
they're good at just taking the rug out from under us because it's pretty clear that they don't translate every single thing that goes on within our regular comic books that our hardcore fans or casual fans just occasionally read. So, what are my theories? Um, you know, there were a bunch of theories that the ones that did disappear are somehow trapped in the Soul Stone. And maybe Captain Marvel, as well as the remaining Avengers, will try to see if they can utilize the Soul Stone to their advantage in some way, shape, or form. Um, it's an interesting theory, but I feel like that's a little bit too much of a stretch because half of the population is gone. So, there would be so much people... That is, that would be within this stone. It would be a little bit more of a slap in the face to, you know, an ordinary human being if you would somehow get the soul stone and only uh, the Avengers that disappeared would just come back out of nowhere, you know? Um, it's, an, it's an interesting theory. Uh, I don't know if that's what it's going to come down to. I believe they may do something with the time stone. Um, I forgot who I forgot the name of Doctor Strange's sidekick. Uh, maybe he can find a way to acquire the time stone and then just reverse time. Maybe uh, uh, there could be. I don't know. Like the, the, here's the thing. I just don't know. <laughs> Like, I'm just speaking off the top of my head. Like, the Soul Stone theory is kind of interesting, maybe too far of a stretch. Even the Time Stone that I'm mentioning, also too far of a stretch. Because I don't remember any time travelers that would, you know, just reverse time and then redo everything that just happened in Avengers 3. So, again, we just don't know. We just don't know. All I can say is... You know, if you believe the Soul Stone theory, if you believe the Time Stone theory, if you believe that maybe the Infinity Gauntlet with the snap of his fingers alternated reality, and maybe there are the other Avengers, maybe in a different timeline where the people that did disappear didn't disappear and vice versa. Um, it, it, these are all interesting theories. Can you imagine... That if there was an alternate reality within the Avengers 4 and all of a sudden everyone all teams up again, but you know, let's let's call it let's call it um Earth 2 heroes. So the Earth 2 heroes like that didn't disappear and then vice versa, and then all of a sudden they just all come together and and they they all have different personalities and you know like Spider-Man is a different Spider-Man and maybe you have Andrew Garfield's but I'm just rambling on. Uh, the it's it's very interesting, and that's what makes it exciting. That's what makes it exciting to look forward to. So, you know, my answer to that, I don't know what's going to happen. We just have to wait and see in less than a year from now. So, that's pretty much all I have about that. All I have. Let's pretty much all I can say about that. Stone cold. <laughs> second question. Second fan question. This one's a good one. Will Bruce Banner, aka the Hulk, 
and Black Widow Natasha Romanoff rekindled their potential relationship in Avengers 4? Honestly, no. And here's the reason why. We saw that with Avengers 2, Avengers Age of Ultron, where there could be a potential thing that happened between uh, Banner and Natasha, Black Widow. Um, a lot of fans didn't really buy it. I personally was like, okay, well, they both have somewhat tragic pasts, I guess. Um, maybe they relate to each other far more than any of the other Avengers, not to mention in the original comic books, um, you had Black Widow and Hawkeye be a relationship, but in the MCU, they're actually best friends, like, they're close than best friends, they're very, very close, um, so, there are arguments to be made that if you can buy it, or if you don't, if you don't like it, it's completely up to you, um, I would say no, and the reason why is because, you know, you have to understand, within the MCU, almost every other movie is done from a different director and their own perspective on how a movie is supposed to go. With Avengers 1 and 2, they were directed by Joss Sweden. You got Captain America, uh, The Winter Soldier, and got those Avengers that were directed by the Russo Brothers. You know, you got Guardians of the Galaxy that was directed by James Gunn. I believe it's James Gunn. Is it James Gunn? I'm, I'm sure it is. I'm 97% sure, positive it's James Gunn. Um, you know, so you have all these directors, but they all have different mindsets. So that potential relationship that was supposed to happen in Avengers 2, that was Josh Sweeten's idea. And when Avengers 3 came came around and you had the Hulk or Bruce Banner walked into the room and they you know him and he and Black Widow looked at each other and it's like hey or hey you know there could have been something there but there but there just isn't you know and also remember the timeline from Avengers 2 to 3 more than two years have passed. Black Widow is not the type of individual that would wait around for more than two years for Bruce Banner to come back. If anything, I would believe that she and Captain America would have something going on. By the way, ju uh, just a, a, a side note. I do... do Maybe here's my own fan question. Do you think Captain America is still a virgin? I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. If you want to stay pure, you want to stay pure. But and you went from Captain America, the first Avenger, over 70 years, and he didn't get nothing. He got, he got no action whatsoever. Like, maybe, uh, like a decent kiss. He got no, he probably did not get any action. Or maybe there was something with him and Black Widow. Not the actors, obviously. For those who <laughs> be like, oh, how could uh, uh... <laughs> not Chris Evans and Scarlett Johansson? <laughs> oh my God, the things that people would do to like separate reality from fiction. Holy crap. Uh. Oh no, that was just an interesting side note. 
anyway, to answer my question, no, they will not rekindle their relationship. That was that was Joss Sweden's idea. The Russo brothers are taking control of the project. Um, going forward, I don't think there's going to be anything between them. And if there is, cool. I'm not mad at it. You know, it is what it is. Just whatever. Third and final question. Um, this one's very interesting. What are your thoughts on the Russo brothers saying that DC characters are quote-unquote unrelatable? But they see Batman as still cool. Okay. Um, this is mostly through... Obviously, that's a subjective point of view. Because what could work for you may not work for me. For example, I love Marvel movies... I love, not all of them, but I love what they've been doing. I love the direction. It's probably what got me back into loving comic books as a whole. But I will always be much more of a DC fan. In my personal opinion, there's really no such thing as equality. Because you have to love, not have to, but you tend to favor something just a little bit more. Even if it's a 0.1% chance, you tend to favor a, something a little bit more than something else. With me, it's DC over Marvel because I grew up on DC Comics. I love uh, the animated series from DC. I, you know, uh, they have a certain style that I love watching, you know, and they're not sugar-coated like Marvel because Marvel obviously is owned by Disney. So, with the Russo brothers saying that the DC characters are unrelatable, I can see it from their perspective because if you look at all of the movies, and if you look at the CW shows, and if you look at Gotham from Fox, and if you look at, you know, any form of content that DC has given on television or in the, or on the big screen, um, you can't really relate to any of them if you truly think about it. You look at Arrow, billionaire, playboy, philanthropist, clearly a carbon copy of Batman. But uh, he was stranded on an island for X amount of years. Not, very, not too many people can actually claim that they are like that. Um, if you're an archer, awesome. Because I want to try archery as well very soon. Actually, I did try it. I want to get back into it. Um, Flash. Witty kid. Uh, very likable. Funny. You know, Wally West. Likable. Funny. Um, what's his backstory? Uh, parents got killed. You know, same thing with Batman. Parents got killed in the alleyway. Um, screwed, uh, screwed up his mind. Um, you know, uh, Superman, reporter, Man of Steel. Uh, you know, barely any weaknesses except the green rock. Whatever. You know, kick rocks, kick green rocks. Doesn't matter. My point is this: you can find reasons as to why DC characters on are not relatable. But you can still find that one thing where you're like, you know what, I love this person because he or she has this quality. Or, you know, there's something about them that they just present themselves. And, you know, maybe they're a nerd like, like I am. Or maybe they're a badass in judo like I am. Or maybe they're a, you know, um, I can go on and on and on. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, they, I can go on and on, but 
obviously Batman is the cash cow of Warner Brothers, and of course Batman is the most popular, in my opinion, over all of DC Comics as a whole. Um, you know, sit there on and on, and, uh, the Russo brothers, it, it's a subjective thing, so I'm not mad at them for saying that they're unrelatable, and they have a, str they have a strong point, because, you know, whoever you relate to more is obviously who you're going to side with, maybe probably that's why a lot of people prefer Batman over Superman, because Superman is just too perfect, and Superman doesn't really have that many vulnerabilities as Batman does, but, you know, um, I think that's the reason why a lot of people love Shazam, because he depicts as the young kid that, <laughs> my dog, um, depicts as the, uh, as the kid that all of us wishes that we want to be, you know? Be like Shazam, and then superhero, and then go out and fight crime and whatever. So, Russo brothers saying they're unrelatable. I'm not really mad at it. You know, it is what it is. Subjective point of view. But that's it for the fan questions. Um, if you want to ask any question yourself, you can definitely tweet at me at the MG Magnum. That's T H E M G M A G N U M. And for those of you who want to know why I got that name, so just a quick story. In high school, what happened was I was a huge, huge WWE fan, and I loved Jeff Hardy. And Jeff Hardy always shoot up his hands like they were guns. So I tried to do the same thing. And at one point, you know, my initials are MG, and then one guy from my class was like, Yo, MG Magnum, what's good? And then that name just stuck to me. So, I figured, alright, why not use it to my advantage? No, it does not mean MG Condom. I know you want to laugh, like, it does not mean MG Condom. MG Magnum is because of that. So, anyway. <laughs> oh, man. Amazing how the past can just come up to us every now and then. But, let's get down to the actual business. We have a lot of... You know, I wouldn't say a lot of, but we have some good, decent news that just hit. First and foremost, let's go back to Avengers Infinity War. I know I'm kind of beating a dead horse here, but, you know, it's my show. I do whatever the hell I want, so, eh. Avengers Infinity War crossing a billion dollars in just a couple of weeks. Faster than the Black Panther, faster than almost any other... MCU film Like I said as I stated before uh, In my previous episodes that the numbers will only get higher and was this something that Was an inch that an instant given absolutely because You know with what the Russo brothers did and what the writers have done and what the entire cast for over 10 years what what everyone from Sound design, visual effects, costumes, colorization, music, um, acting, everything combined. They achieved something phenomenal. And they have gotten a following that is so huge where 
we we would be in shock and awe if they were to stop. And if you go on YouTube now, you can actually listen to the Russo brothers and they actually gave a brief interview where they said that there was a chance that this would not have uh, this this was way too much of a giant project where it was about to fail. Can you imagine where would we be at right now if that would have been the case? We would still be looking at the DC movies and probably continuing on and on about Star Wars. And by the way, shout out, um, you know, this is just me personally. I'm not really into Star Wars that much. Um, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm really trying my best to give myself a chance to watch Star Wars. Um, I'll have to watch it like literally all the way from the beginning. Uh, we would be at that position. And, you know, the Avengers Infinity War crossing a billion dollars worldwide. And it's only going to get higher. I, I would say, if I'm going to give a prediction, I would say by the, maybe the end of the month. It would reach maybe 1.6, close to 2 billion. I'd say just under 2 billion worldwide. Because it still needs to get released in other countries. It still needs to get released in other, um, you know, other movie theaters and other areas around the world. So the number is only going to get higher. But they've, uh, they've achieved something great, and I'm just excited to how much more they're going to do. We're all on the hype train. Even though if you think something is overhyped, doesn't matter. I'm on the train. You're on the train. He's on the train. She's on the train. Your mom's on the train. Everyone's on the train. Doesn't really matter. So, moving on. What else we got? The Luke Cage. Ooh, my man Luke Cage. The bulletproof black man. The man that can't be hurt. The man that can't be shot. The man that is unbroken. Unbeatable. Well, from the trailer that dropped yesterday, that is not the case. <laughs> so, the trailer for Luke Cage Season 2, only on Netflix and other streaming service that is legal quote-unquote, legal, that, you know, you get to watch. Trailer dropped, and I watched it a few times where I thought to myself, okay, Netflix is really, really connecting the, the, the Netflix heroes that is aware of what's going on in the MCU, but it's not going on vice versa and I don't remember if I talked about that but I will because I, I I will give a, a, a an overview as to why they don't mention the defenders and the defenders mention the Avengers that that that'll be done literally right after this um Luke Cage season two trailer dropped what I think about it um I think it's very interesting to say the least. Uh, the theme song. <laughs> I 
As you can imagine, I don't listen to hip-hop or rap that much, so please forgive me for butchering that shit. <laughs> um, Luke Cage is, for the first, I wouldn't say for the first time, because if you remember season one, there was a moment where he did get pierced by a special type of bullet. It was a special type of army bullet that was shot by his brother. Spoilers for season one if you haven't watched it. Um, in this season, you know, from the trailer, everyone is aware of Luke Cage, and he's, and he's, you know, stationed on Harlem, and everyone is like, yeah, fight the power, because he represents, you know, not only black people, but he represents the minorities that, you know, you don't have to be afraid, and you don't have to, you know, uh, you can stand up for what you believe in, you can do the right thing, um, that crime won't go unpunished, you know, the, the, the classic comic book feel in terms of a hero, but from the trailer, there's this guy, I have no idea who he is, he calls himself the Wishmaster, and apparently just walks up to Luke Cage, uppercuts him, and did some kind of backflip kick, and whooped Luke Cage's ass, so Luke Cage is like, yo, I just got my ass handed to me. I gotta find this guy. So, from that, um, it definitely makes me want to re-watch Luke Cage Season 1 again. Maybe I can do a review, even though it's past, you know, it, a lot of people have already seen it. But, I don't mind talking about it. I don't mind talking about uh, the first season after I watch it again. Um, you know, it's... uh. Watch the trailer. Watch the trailer if you have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, it's very interesting. I think there could be more to Luke Cage's character than meets the eye. I'm very excited to where they're going to bring Luke Cage. I'm interested to know if any of the other Defender characters are going to be included within the season. Probably not. Um, you know, his... Uh, I'm excited, pretty much. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much excited. Um, Luke Cage, Season 2, dropping June 22nd, which is the same day that Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, Jurassic World Part 2, is going to come out. So, there you go. You get two for the price of one. Luke Cage, Season 2, June 22nd. Check out the trailer if you haven't seen it. Oh, my. <laughs> oh man, I'm going to get my ass kicked one day. Holy shit. Let's see. What else is going on? Comcast potentially buying Fox from under Disney. This is very interesting. So, for those of you who don't know what's going on, Comcast is a corporation that owns NBC and... I believe they own um, uh, USA. I, I don't, don't call me on this. I have to do a little bit more research on that. But I know that NBC is under Comcast. Um, Comcast, the major corporation that was supposed to do a huge deal with Time Warner. Time Warner is the industry that owns Warner Brothers. And... They were doing a deal 
which they were they they are still in need to be approved of where they can have the rights to everything else in terms of DC characters and in terms of you know um, NBC rights and uh, the station that is owned under them Time Warner would be a part of that right so they were doing a deal that was over 85 billion dollars and they're still waiting for the approval where the lawyers and the judge and the contract and everything has to be in set whether you know if it's going to be yes or if it's going to be denied if it's going to be denied then time warner would have no choice but to sell literally everything they own because they would probably go out of business which is why I mentioned before that DC characters would just go up to different places. You know, you could have Wonder Woman maybe going to Universal and you can have Batman going to Fox. And maybe you can have Superman going to, um, maybe, maybe Superman can possibly go to Marvel. I don't see that happening, but, you know, it's, it's things like that. So Comcast, we, let me back up for a second. We all know that last year... Disney made an offer of $52.4 billion to Fox, to 21st Century Fox. And Fox are, is the industry, is the studios that pretty much owns Deadpool, Fantastic Four, Silver Surfer, and X-Men, and so on and so forth, right? Apparently, there's something going on in the industry, in the studio industry, where Fox is so valuable that Comcast is willing to better Disney's deal just to try to take them from Disney. Which means we probably won't, if, if, and only if that does happen, we won't get Avengers vs. X-Men. We won't get the crossover that the hardcore fans want to see. We won't get Deadpool in terms of... Being a part of the Avengers. We'll get none of that. We'll probably get Fox. Dealing with some kind of direction with Comcast. And if those mergers happen. Let's say Comcast and Time Warner. Become successful. Right? And let's say Comcast does indeed buy Fox. You can have a range of characters you can have a range of movies you can have the range of tv rights deals you can have a range of job opportunities uh maybe they could increase their brand a lot more you can the the, the potential is literally endless the possibilities are endless with that here's the thing fox could always deny comcast offer even if they made a bigger deal than disney because Fox is trying to do what's best for the fans. They want to do what's best for their employers. They want to do what's best for their um, shareholders. Because it's all about what it is that's next. It's all about what it is that can benefit. Who can benefit more 5 to 10, 15, 20 years from now. If Fox believes that that's with Disney instead of Comcast, they can reject Comcast's offer. But it's pretty clear that Fox has something. I don't know if it's just the characters, uh, the, the superhero characters. I don't know if it's the TV rights. I don't know if um, it's something to do with the, uh, 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 the cable um, stations that they, that they own. 
I don't know what it is that Fox has that makes Comcast so interested in them, but it's pretty clear that Comcast is not giving up much of a fight, because if this just made headline news literally yesterday, it's only going to be a matter of time before we get an actual decision in the next few weeks or in the next few months that who is going to be with who. So... It's very interesting. It's very interesting to say the least. By the way, the deal with um, Disney and Fox is is has not been approved yet. They made the offer, but they still have to go through all of these loops and all of these, you know, uh, uh, um, loopholes, and, 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 and they they pretty much have to call through so much shit just to to have that final yes. I'm not an expert in stocks, I'm not an expert in shareholders, I'm not an expert in any of that stuff, so you would have to do a little bit more research to fully grasp what it is that I'm talking about, but again, possibilities are definitely, definitely endless. Um, by the way, I actually went on Twitter and you, like there were so many memes where uh, Michael <laughs> from, uh, what's that show called? Damn. It's off the top of my head. Um, where he goes, no, God, please, no. The office. There we go. No, no, no. <laughs> I guess so many people use that meme in so much shit. Oh my god, it's it's freaking hilarious. But to find out what um uh Disney is going to do, I think if, if you really want my prediction on this, I think Fox is going to stay with Disney. They know that uh they they pretty much know what Disney is doing. Disney already owns Star Wars, they already own Oh, there's my dog again. They already, they pretty much own Star Wars. They they already own Marvel. And it's only going to be a matter of time before Disney pretty much owns everything. Can you imagine if Disney owns Time Warner? If they somehow buy the rights from them? Like, like if they're like, oh, uh, you don't want those characters? Alright, we'll take um all these other guys, you know? Batman, you can belong to Fox? Alright, well, well, let me just, uh... Uh, shimmy my way into taking your guy. Oh, you know what, Wonder Woman? I'll take Wonder Woman. Green Lantern? I'll take him. Thank you very much. You know? Um, think of the amusement parks. Think of Six Flags. Because Six Flags has the DC rise. They have the Flash. They have Joker. They have, um, the Green Lantern. They have Superman. Add Disney to that. In addition to Disney World and Disneyland and, you know, you just... You just just think about that for a second. You know, just just think about that. A crossover of Earth's mightiest heroes and the heroes, the iconic heroes that everyone loves. The merchandise would be ecstatic. The movies would be ecstatic. Um, or it can backfire. There's also a side to that. Maybe... If you have too many too many cooks in the kitchen, 
and then you get some kind of product where it's like, okay, it's a mesh of everything. Like, it sounds good on paper, maybe, maybe it's not good execution-wise, you know? But that's, that's just, that's just what it is. But, that's what's going on in the comic book world. Uh, that's all I have for you guys today in the OTC Outside the Comics Podcast. I really gotta stop doing that. Holy crap, I, I just get way too excited. Um, I wanna do something a little new. Uh, every episode I want to introduce maybe a superhero quote. Or a supervillain quote because I love comic books. I love heroes. I love anything to do with, you know, superheroes in general. And since we talked about Luke Cage earlier, here's an interesting quote, maybe from the second season. And I quote from Luke Cage Hero is your word, not mine. Quote Luke Cage. That's all I have for you guys today. Uh, if you have any fan questions, you can hit me up once again at the MG Magnum. That's the with T-H-E-M-G-M-A-G-N-U-M. You can hit me up there. You can ask any fan questions you like. Uh, tune in next episode where I'm going to focus a little bit more on the DC content. I'm going to try my best to watch... Uh, Batman Ninja and give a review on that so be prepared for that stuff always happens news always breaks um, as of right now I am done I'm through peace out